Yellow boy in the building, chillin' out, been chillin' out, tell the nigga chill out Before I hit him in his mouth, hear it loud, hear it proud, I'm the realest in the south Goes in my mouth, head up in the cloud, but how come somehow I'm still ten toes down Tomorrow's not promised to none of us, so I'ma elevate before I end up in the ground And word around town, they loving my sound, word around town, they been talking down But when I come round, I don't hear a sound, I said when I come round, I don't hear it Niggas fool gazy, they biting my style, I'm going too crazy and they don't know how I never been lazy, but I been counted out, funny they count on me now Kick when I was down, my heart on the floor, I had to pick it off the ground Piece by piece, I put it back together just recently Niggas test me frequently, so that's why I keep the peace Just to keep the peace, black diamond face, Jesus peace So deep in this culture, you just don't know what it means to me Everything so artificial, to niggas that be in the streets To niggas in the industry, with fake fuck nigga tendencies Just know I know you ain't who you pretend to be These hoes on my phone be tempting me, they must smell it in the air I must be the one no offense to be I don't know why you let that fake shit so much It don't make sense to me Yeah And when I walk in I'm both guarded niggas It's gonna be hard for you to find a hearted nigga Yeah you a bad little bitch But I ain't got the time to argue with you All these niggas fake and these hoes be artificial My heart is missing I feel different Keep your distance Sneak this in Find out where you living Complete the mission That's your boy Tomorrow that's artificial happening this is the tap in podcast baby we are live inside the tap in studio man i got a special guest in the building tomorrow what's good not today tomorrow you know what i'm saying what's happening man man it's a blessing to be here you know tomorrow and i promise so that's right i'm glad to be here right now tapping in yeah 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 man your name is so unique I got to ask that first. Like, mm. tell me where the name Tomorrow came from. And um, it's really like, uh, first I have to say, you know, my my government name, y'all can look all that stuff up on Google or whatever, but um, it's Elian Shakur Morrow. Mm. So, um, but I always wanted to be called Shakur because uh, I just, I don't know, I didn't want to embrace my first name too much. So people call me Shakur. So the nickname was Pop, you know. Mm. So it's like Tupac, right? So um, I took the, you know, two from that and my last name, Morrow. Oh, Tomorrow. okay. And uh, he, Tupac actually wrote a poem and he, you know, titled it with a two, M-O-R-R-W, and I just took the O's out. So, ah, yeah. okay. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. That's yeah, yeah. Now, tomorrow, you do R&B music and rap or just R&B? I do both. I mean, they're like simultaneous. Like I can, I I just figure out how to write in a way where it's just both of them can seep in. It's like they just go. I just I don't. You can call it you know R and B and rap or rapping R and B. So I'm always gonna add some melody in either one. So okay, yeah. okay, that's what's up. Where you from, man? Um, from here, from Dallas. From um, Dallas? Yeah, I was raised here. I was born in Arizona. You know, I okay. was uh, born in Tucson. Um, I was adopted when I was two. Until the Morrow name, so that's another reason why I gave myself tomorrow as well. Because at two, I was adopted into the Morrow name uh, that you know came out here, been out here ever since. So what, I'm 25, 23 years. Okay, so you were adopted at two. Yeah, man, tell me, tell me. I mean, go. Yeah, <laughs> man, uh, yeah tell me about that. Like, did, when did you find out, or when did you know, or did you always know? That you were adopted? 
Well, when we got up, like, I think around 11, they told us, but... I 11 got, years old? Yeah. But Ooh. I guess at that point, it was just like, well, you've been taking care of me this whole time. Like, what we, what we, what we tripping on it now <laughs> for? You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I never really took it, like, you know, but it always was like a thing where I wanted to know my real peoples, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I was able to visit them just recently, but, I, like, me and my biological father, he passed away, like, five years, like, four or five years ago um now and um you know i never got a chance to really like tap in with him mm -hmm. but um it's you know i still got my actual dad that took care of me you know he's still here okay what about moms um yeah my mom's uh she you know she from st louis okay the show me state you know what i'm saying and um she you know she been in my life and uh she we just you know we cool you know how's that like is it real cool or is it really like What's your feelings behind that, man? Man, it's... Honestly. Honestly, it's... Like, life is a trip. Like, it can take you down so many different paths, and I can't uh, judge anybody for, like... You know what I'm saying? The path that, you know, it's just, for me, it's like I'm moving in a, in a, you know, forward trajectory, and it's, like, hard to keep on, like, dealing with the same things. Mm -hmm. And, um... You know, I love my mama. You know, she uh, is a queen in my eyes. I just, it just sometimes, it's, you know, it's just the friction of just situations, you know, finances and, you know, other things. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because I always hear, like, um, I don't want to call them horror stories, but I always hear stories about where it's like the, the biological parent always you know not always would try to come into the kid's life once they get to an adult and then right. it's it's always some kind of friction you know mm -hmm. what i mean and there's some resentment towards that that parent Absolutely. you know what i mean it, it's it's it is a weird dynamic um when i first met them um actually the first time i met them they came to a football game yeah, you know, it was uh, my Your mom and dad. Yeah. Uh huh. So uh, that's the first time I ever got to see them since you know two. So I didn't even know what they was looking like, you know, besides pictures. So then we had the game. I scored the first touchdown. Felt real good, you know what I'm saying? Um, that was the first time. But the whole thing of the guilt trip, you know, of, oh man, we wish we would have did this and we wish we did it. I mean, I'm all you know. I appreciate that, but it's like at this point, I got, I don't know, I don't know. I think I just elevated my level of thinking of just life period. It's just like we have now, you know what I'm saying? So like, while we still got the time to mend things, you know, build on the relationships, let's focus on that. Cause being depressed about the past, you know, it ain't gonna get us, ain't gonna get us nowhere. Yeah. Cause I had a, I, I wasn't adopted, but my dad wasn't there. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And this nigga live around the corner. Like he mm. lived, you know what I'm saying? He lived like, Man. Not far from where we lived, I think the furthest when we moved, the furthest he ever lived from me was probably forty-five minutes an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then once I got in college, he tried to mend that relationship, and I'm just like, nigga, forty-five I, minutes, man. Yeah, I'm, I, but I was in college, and he tried to mend that relationship, and I'm like, nigga, I don't give a fuck about that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm done with that that age or that time, like. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a grown man now. Yeah. I'm trying to find my own path, you know, figure my own shit out. Yeah, and, of course. And he was always, every time I talked to this nigga, he was 
man, I'm sorry about this, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, nigga, stop it. Stop, stop, stop apologizing. Right, right. He just got on my fucking nerves. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's like, come on, man. Well, we good. We still here. You yeah. know, it's like, well, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I don't know why it's like that, but it is. And it's like, I appreciate it, but, you know, I I can't do nothing but move forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that happened so long ago, you know what I'm saying, that, I couldn't even remember really what was going on during that time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I, yeah. So. Especially as a little kid, you just running around. You know what I mean? Doing your own thing. Just trying to be a kid, a kid yeah. you know, as much as you can. I mean, just dealing with the adoption process and um, going through like a lot of the. Um, you know, we was in foster care for a short time. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, you know, when we got adopted, uh, it was just like a bunch of moving parts. You know, I stayed in a lot of different places out here. I stayed in uh, the Grove. I stayed in West Dallas. I stayed in East Dallas. I stayed in Mesquite, Texas. I stayed in Terrell, mm. Forney. Um, my granny stayed in DeSoto, so I found myself in DeSoto a lot. So it was like, you know what I'm saying? It's just really been like a lot of different parts. It was like um, dealing with the adoption part. It was just like weird because we was always moving. It's like you never got a chance to like build a solid foundation of who you was at the time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you were just kind of figuring it out on the way you know yeah yeah do you think that that has some kind of effect like on your music absolutely yeah in what way in a positive or a negative way both okay explain um because i mean you can never have the good without the bad and the bad without the good so like my, that's what makes the music true, you know. So the title of the EP that comes out July 7th, 2022, is uh, TBH, and it's uh, about me tomorrow. And um, the whole point of that TBH is to be honest, is to, mm. you know, basically show people this is what I'm coming with, authenticity. Um, I want to be honest in my music, and that's giving the good and the bad. Like, it's not just glorifying a certain thing or, you know, whatever. It's just, like, giving it the whole... You know, it's a story, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you talk about any of, like, your childhood stuff or going through those emotions? Do you talk about that in your music? Yeah. Um, you'll, you you know, if you listen hard enough, you know, or there's some actual songs that I make about specific moments or, like, things that I've been through. But, you know, I always place um, some sort of, um, you know either what i've learned from the past or what happened to me in the music because i know somebody else is going through it you know um and um i remember the first song i did was called itself it was talking about life itself you know mm. and um talking about uh, my granny my father and my mother those are like the three main people in my life you know mm-hmm. um my granny got us you know she was a big advocate for our adoption that's my adopted granny Mm, she was okay. and uh so she got you know behind my mom and my father that adopted us and then uh she they, them three have been the main pillars you know what i'm saying but um you know time goes on and health you know things happen and age you know so dealing with a lot of stuff um like my dad my adopted dad's people went through hurricane katrina so mm. it was a lot of like when you get adopted and then when you you know, have different family. You just ex- you open yourself up to a lot more like feelings, bullshit. yeah, or well, bullshit, or just you know feelings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like people going through shit that you've been, you know, in contact with, but because you know so many people now, you know what I'm saying. So everybody going through something, you want to extend your 
empathy, you know what I'm saying? But it takes a lot of energy, you know, to do all that. And um, it's just, you know, I don't know, it's just a lot of moving parts with the whole thing. But uh, I don't even, I kind of lost where I was going. With yeah, no worries, no worries about it. Do you have any siblings, like any brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have um, I have two blood sisters, three blood sisters, actually. Um, one, two of them I was adopted with early on when we was uh, when I was two, and one came later. So, um, you know, yeah, we got three three sisters. I'm the only boy. Oh, okay. Well, I got stepsisters, stepbrothers, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Then they did they get adopted by your adopted mother and father, too, or? The two. Um, the, my older sister and my the one that's right under me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man. Okay. That's what's up, man. So what made you even want to even start recording music? What even hmm. sparked that even... That thing that okay, let me let me write music. Man, um, I think uh I always hold on, let me take a sip of this. <laughs> yeah, get right, coat. man. Get right. <laughs> yeah, man. Um so I I started music when I was probably like fourteen. That's the first time I ever got behind a mic. Um it was with a a, a small group at the time. We didn't know nothing about nothing, you know, we was just in there just and this dude I was like, Man, I don't know how to write and he, he wrote for me at that time, at that one point in time, and he wrote something, and I rapped it in a certain way, and people liked it, you know. But I was like, I want to write my own raps, you know, and uh, that kind of sparked it, but I think what really gave me, like, the the fuel of that fire to, like, be a writer and really try to, like, do it from, like, a sophisticated level. Like, I could freestyle or whatever, but I like writing, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. um, I can really be more calculated, like, where I want to take somebody, you know, um, whether it just was ever coming on top of my head, you know. Um, and I think I started really writing when I was at, what, at TJC, Tyler Junior College. It was like 2016. And um, from then, I just, I listened to 2014's Forest Hills Drive by J. Cole, which is one of my top five albums all time. Uh, shout out J. Cole, uh, Dreamville. Yeah, um, I listened to that. He made me want to write. Like, I wanted to, like, put together words like that you know and um from there i just kind of i had my phase with j cole still going through you know i still learn from uh him but i had a real like urgent sense like i needed to learn you know as much as i can from him and then the kendrick phase came through and i started like man the, the cadence you know i started drake the delivery and i started figuring out all these new ways to put words you know what i'm saying and expressions together how to use my voice and that's when I started, like, okay, well, I'm getting the hang of this. Uh, and then, yeah, man, after that, I was just like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, I remember it vividly, like, just saying, like, I'm supposed to do music. Like, this this is what I've been looking for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this yeah. is what it is. And, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. And, yeah. What, what was it like hearing yourself actually after you wrote a song and then playing it back? What was that? What was that moment like? Man, that was a crazy moment. Um, I know a lot of people say, oh, I don't really like hearing my voice. You know what I'm saying? When it's back. I love my voice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what they, I heard. I heard it back on the uh, thing. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, what the wow. I was like, then uh, I was, it was, uh, it was itself, you know, and it was, um, it was a heartfelt song. I remember I cried when I wrote it. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a real nigga, but real niggas cry when they, when they need to. Yeah. And it was just about life. It was just about going through. You know, my granny is uh, legally blind. She's mm-hmm. in her 70s. She's the oldest living to ever make it to that 
you know, age. Mm. She been a glue, you know, for everybody. And then, uh, you know, my mom, you know, she, you know, struggled with her things, you know what I'm saying? And then my dad, you know, went through some stuff in the, in the force. So mm. it's just like time, the concept of how much time do I have, you know what I'm saying, to really, like, show them something, you know. And um, itself, I remember I, I had shared a couple of tears when I wrote it. And when I actually heard it, because I played it like hundreds of times on my headphones, just off the, I recorded, I had the beat on the phone and I had a, a laptop mm-hmm. and I had to record it like that. I didn't have no, so I, but I still loved it then. And then when he played it back on the actual microphone speakers, I was like, it blew me away. Like, I'm like, wow, this, this, I started shaking, you know, all that type of stuff. And I was like, wow. I knew what, I knew this is what I wanted to do. Like that's really how I felt. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Do your um your family have they heard any of your music? Yes, sir. What um, do they think about it? They like it, you really? know. Yeah, they. Uh, it was crazy because I was walking in the mall the other day in Irving, and just like, like, hey, hey, I was like, who, who is this? And she was like, uh, she, you know, she was a family of a fam. A family, a friend of the family, mm-hmm. and um, I was just like, "What's up?" She's like, "I love your song." I was like, "Oh wow!" You know, I didn't know it was you know. So, people been listening to the music. Um, I just recently started a new job, and they started following me. And then dude called me like, "Man, I'm digging your music." So I'm like, "Wow!" So it just feels uh, good to be. Uh, I don't look for validation, but it is cool to be validated mm. in some ways. You know that you are like I, I am doing something. Yeah. 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 So here's here's a question I've been thinking about for the last like ten minutes in my head. Okay. Right? Shoot. You seem like like you a, a good dude, right? You know what I mean? I try to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. How are the ladies treating you? And how are like let me ask you that mm. first. <laughs> Cause you know with this with this lifestyle it it comes a lot of women come, you know what I mean? Man. Which could be a good or a bad thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yes. Tell me tell me how how was that adjusting to that? Man, you know, growing up with sisters and growing up, you know what I'm saying, having to really understand uh feminine nature in another way cuz like you have to approach situations the right way, you know what I'm saying? Like every time, no matter what, you know. So uh, learning that early on, um, I think I deal with a lot of, you know, I don't know which type of women to deal with, you know, which ones to kind of, like, give the energy to. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just, you know, it's to be expected because I, I'm not saying, like, they all running after me down the street, like, I, 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 you know, but it's just like you could tell the hidden agendas, you know, like of certain things of why um, they do things. Like I, I always wanted to, you know, low key be in a relationship before I blew up mm. because I didn't want to have to deal with, does this girl mess with me for me? Or could, could we like struggle together, you know what I'm saying? Versus, so, you know, but uh, man, that's, I mean, I have some so many songs about you know different uh, moments with uh, different women of just the experience of just learning, you know what what it can be and what it can't be sometimes, and just like figuring it out when to like let go and uh, move on and when to uh, when to be accountable. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I ain't gonna I ain't toxic like that. You know I know 
I ain't perfect, so I ain't gonna sit here and say women this, 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 you know. It's like nah, it's just like everybody is who they is. But are we willing to work? You know what I'm saying through whatever. But as far as it's like women in general, I mean, they gonna throw the looks, you know, <laughs> yeah, every, yeah. all the time when I walk in. But for me, it's just like, you know, they get looked at, you know, and it's, <laughs> women get looked at. Just all, you know, they know what it's like, you know what I'm saying. So. I don't know. It's just, I don't really let it get to me. I mean, it's not a big deal. Okay. Okay. Um, would you want to be, like, signed to a label, or would you rather just continue to go to, like, the independent route? Because I hear so many different takes on it, on what's the best move, mm. what's the not, you know what I mean, what right. you should be looking for, what you should not be looking for. And I've heard... Valid um, reasonings for both, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. To get signed or not get signed. But it's like, if you get signed early, I always hear, once you, if you get signed early and you, you blow up, right. the contract is always is no good, exactly. right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you don't get signed and you just grind it out, it does take you a little longer to, to get that momentum, you know what I mean? Exactly. So... Yeah. What would you rather do? I mean, it it depends on what you want, you know. Like, I want to be, you know, I do want to get my music heard. I do know that there's a few hoops that you have to jump through to make that type of thing happen. And as an independent, you start off with no money at all, you know, and you basically start off with your connections and your network. And then, um, you, you know, people blessing your game, you know what I'm saying? And God been blessing me and people been blessing my game and I haven't had all the money in the world to uh, get anything really going but I still ended up getting a song on the radio a few mm. weeks ago you know um, I started music a few years ago you know um, I mix my mix engineer myself mm. you know I taught myself how to do that in a year and a half mm, okay. like I'm not trying to brag or nothing it's just like I just willed it you know what I'm saying so going the independent route it might take longer, but I'm building leverage, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, this is what I can do without, I can get the videos done. You know, I can get the um, the audio done, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Y'all can't pay for no engineer for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have, I got good people that are in the photography, you know what I'm saying? I could get the photography done. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, I mean, but now when you talk about going and touring the world and selling out shows and arenas, merchandise and... Uh, all of that then that's where a label can come in handy but you don't always have to say i'm going to sign this deal if you build the right type of leverage you can come in and they can just be a partner or you know what i'm saying help you in a way and um but right now i mean i ain't got no you know i need to do i mean i could i would you know if it was if it was like under the right circumstances and it was just a a, 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 a feel like family type thing but you know, uh, we'll see. Uh, I still got some music to put out and uh, see what else so I can So if get. Dreamville came to you and was like, man, we got 50000 for you right now. Uh, what you, what you doing? 50000 Dreamville right now. What's up tomorrow? How many How many albums? How many songs? Five albums. Uh, five albums for yeah. 50000 Yeah. Five albums. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Five albums. <laughs> you need to go times that by ten. You know, like uh, Five albums. Nah, I mean, if you want five albums, then you know something. You know, you know, you know what I know. You know. 
<laughs> and I, I can't accept it. I appreciate you. It's flattering. But uh You're gonna be right next to J. Cole. He's gonna be able to co sign you. He's gonna be able to Cole, man. Look, man, I you know appreciate what I'm you, man. <laughs> But you up, you up M's, my G. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about 50K for five? Would you do it? Exactly. Hey, man, the Let first me. deal is always the bad one. <laughs> that's, don't, that's, that's it don't have saying. to be the bad one. It don't have first to be. Well, like, I mean, I ain't going to stunt. Like, it, it, in all reality, you know what I'm saying? I would definitely have to think about it about four or five times yeah. and just come to a conclusion. But to be honest, I don't think I can do it on a deal like that because – the way look, things looking now, you know what I'm saying? I'll be able to uh, do that, you know, in the next year or two. Mm, you okay. Know? Yeah. All right. What do you think about, like, old school rappers, man? Like, I mean, they old school to you, but they are they old school to me. Or they, no, they old school to you, but they, like, my generation. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. the, the 2000, mid-2000 rappers. What do you think about what do you think about them, man? The mid two thousand rappers, the only thing rappers I can think about over there is like what? Drake, Kendrick, Drake. Cole. I wouldn't even put Drake. Two thousand eight. They I was uh like oh eight, oh nine. I'm when you say mid, I'm I, maybe you talking a little earlier. I'm I'm um, talking about like Nelly. Okay. Eminem. Ti. Ti. Okay. Kanye. Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah, those are more I'm talking about. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, of course, my dad is a big Jay Z fan, so I always was bumping Jay Z. He was a big Slick Rick fan, you know. Talking about Eminem, I listened to Eminem. I liked a few of his songs, you know what I'm saying. Tupac was a big, you know, part of my. Childhood, just because of the name, you know, I had to go look up everything about him and watch all the interviews and whatever. So I was a big Tupac, still a big Tupac fan. Um, early 2000, big Ti. Ti was like the man, you know. Lil Wayne, you know, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne. That okay. So it was when I first really started like getting into music. I can't stunt. The first rapper that I really like. Oh, these punchlines are just crazy. Like the Joker. Shout who, out the Joker. People don't know. Joker? Man, my name is the Joker. A bitch you a smoker. I burned so many trees. The guy got spinners in my toaster. Like <laughs> it was just it was just cool who to hear. Who is the Joker? I hey, never heard of the Jackson, Joker. Jackson, Mississippi, man. Even Jackson? Yeah. Okay. This man, Joker. I just I gotta shout shout him out because man, he man, he just got some stuff, bro. Okay. But uh that was one of my first first ones. And then uh when I heard Wayne, you know, do the punch, I was like, wow, I ain't like it was just crazy, you know, just hearing. But the commercialized, you know, what I'm saying, way they were doing it at the at, in the early 2000s with the singing and the bow wow and the, all these guys, you know, they. I feel like that time is coming back again. Mm. That's you know, and I feel like the music that I'm making and you know a couple of other other people that I know are making right now are going toward that again, where you can make the the feel good music. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The the you know the Shanti and the Nelly type music. You know the the music that actually was like R&B and rap, but mm-hmm. it was still centered around R&B topics. You know what I'm noticing? A lot of young artists doing right now, they're taking an old beat and just rapping over it to their new lyrics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm noticing. Like, I mean, and that's a that's a cool formula. You know right. what I mean? The because the old people my age and older. They already liked the song because it was a 60s and 70s, 80s song. You know what I mean? And then y'all redoing it to make it sound more, to sound new. 
I mean, that's good. Yeah, I, I, leave it. Let it alone. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, it's an easily formula to right. to get a big record, but I just like where's the originality at? You know what I'm saying? Which, why? What made you say that? What record made you say that? That you so, just heard on the radio. What's the girl name that got the um, Lotto? She got a song. Dang it! What's the song? I'm about to say Jack Harlow got that one. Yeah, yeah fabulous or famous, glamorous. glamorous. Yeah, that one. Lotto got a song. Um, dang, what's the name of the song? I got big, big energy. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, man, I ain't gonna say what that. Sweet? Oh, that's sweetie. Oh, okay. So that's sweetie. I ain't heard it. I ain't even hip. I'm just like the young young kids ain't got no originality, man. Uh, Where's the originality come with some? Just it's 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 a point when you uh, do something and honor it, you know, with a higher sense of creativity, and you give a new life to that same thing. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. really honor it is another thing to just know that it can sell, and you just do it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a it's an easy. Like, I, I, you know, one of the songs I have is an Aaliyah sample, you know, but it doesn't, she ain't singing the whole song, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's in various places, so, you know, I'm really doing a lot of the work, mm. and, the, and the beat's original. It's just her voice, you know what I'm saying, that we sample. So when they actually taking old beats and uh, same, you know, sample and stuff, it's like... But and it went with the stuff they talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like back then, it was actually you felt you felt convicted or you believe what they were saying. You know, nowadays it just feels forced. Yeah, it doesn't feel. I think probably the the two best producers who did like a sample, probably Kanye and JD. Mm. Those are two who I think that Jermaine Dupri. Yeah, yeah, the ones that that take old school songs. And kind of like remix them or do something different to them. Exactly. You know what I mean? They give it a whole new no, yeah. spin on it. You yeah. Know? It's, it's original still. Like, it might, okay, there's a point where just because you take something and put it in something doesn't mean it's original. But if you do it well enough, it, it becomes original. It feels original. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. My favorite, uh, well, I ain't going to say my favorite, but one of my favorites is Kanye, the, um, the one he was. Nah, 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 the, uh, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, 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 nah, yeah, yeah. You talking about the uh, uh, niggas in Paris? Yeah, niggas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Yeah, niggas yeah. in Paris. That's what's up. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very familiar with the song. I just, nah, nah. Yeah, I never knew exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but anyway, yeah, man, that's what's hard. Yeah. I be feeling like some, some of the new songs. It, it feels more just like a. Like a car factory in music, you know what I'm saying? Where, okay, this door goes on here, this door goes on there, <laughs> push it through the the little line, you know what I mean? Where I felt like back then music, or at least I felt like music when I was coming up was more about feelings and what's really going on outside, Absolutely. and you know what I'm saying? What was the state of the like? If we bottled up this time right now and come back a hundred years, people be like, oh. This is the same as this bottle over here that was 40 years before that. You know what I'm saying? It just feels the same. It doesn't feel like there is no... like, And I feel like music should encapsulate a time, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
I, that's what I feel like music should do. Yeah, exactly. And I just don't know right now if we're You're doing that. Yeah, if we're getting that from artists. Well, I mean, you know, you have your main artists that are, you know, being able to capture time in a bottle, like mm-hmm. Drake, Kendrick. Uh, obviously, Kendrick just came out with his album. Shout yeah. out uh, K Dot. Um, what, what was the album called? Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, these guys are know how to. J Cole, they know how to like, you know, capture that moments. But as far as like the overall music, you know, especially in our community, I mean, we are gonna look back and be like, man, we are gonna be like, and we wasted time. You know what I'm saying? Because like, or we just gonna be disappointed with some of the. You know what I'm saying? Because we. we the older older generation knows you know what goes into it you know what i'm saying so it's like we supposed to have at some point some gatekeepers you know what i'm saying that could shovel away the bullshit you know we we just have our our lanes just anybody could come in and do whatever and we have to accept it you know as long as it can be commercialized and um i just feel like uh that's i mean my name tomorrow man so everything i try to do or everything i do just ends up being the next thing you know mm. so like i always pride myself on being like uh an evolution or or doing a trans transcending type things because it's like i could easily talk about this or talk about that but the way i craft my music the way i do it i know in my heart that i'm not doing it like nobody else and can't nobody take what i'm doing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it it just wants me to like I think I'm it's a responsibility to be like, hey man, we can do it like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or we can there's a different way we can uh talk about this thing, you know, that, that we're going through and then make and still make money. You know what I'm saying? Still get it commercialized, still do our thing, you know what I'm saying? But I think they make us in our community they make us look at it in this small box, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it gets a lot of people doing the same thing, thinking that I gotta sound like this and just sound harder or my words got to be different. It's like, now nah, using the same flow, use, use the same topic, same subject. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, tell a different story. Tell it from a different point of view. You know what I'm saying? Like, you switch your tones up. Do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Cause, yeah, Because, like, people want me to, like, do songs with them. And it's just like, I'm getting to the point where I can't. I'm not just going to do no anything, you know. With, with, and people take real offense to that. You know what I'm saying? Just because I don't want to do a feature. And it's like. I I just started myself, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but I can't get on that, bro. Like, bring me something else, you know, let me see what you got because that's the same thing as the other dude, you know what I'm saying, just gave me. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's try to do something different. So the record that me and Eclipse did, they hit the radio, it's called All On You. It's an R&B record. It's uh, it's literally about, uh, you know, it's called All On You. It's about telling the girls all on you you know i'm here for you you know what i'm saying it's up to you what what you want to do you know what i'm saying with this so it's like it's coming from an understanding standpoint of women you know what i'm saying still a bop you know what i'm saying still a classic jam um i just feel like that's the music you know what i'm saying that's gonna like make people be like okay cool i want to keep playing this we have we have 42k 42,000 streams in what a month really on the song okay. and um we still trying to get people to push it. We still trying to get 97.9 to pick it up. You know, Hot 93.3 and the pop, you know, that side, they picked it up, you know. So we always late to the party. So we <laughs> we always late to the party, bro. I'm like, whoa, man. But, hey, you know, I understand, you know. Uh, but in due time, you know, perfect timing, you know. So yeah. it's uh, I just know that, man, it's a lot of magic going on. 
Yeah. It, it, the the song is on all platforms right now. I right, on all platforms. Uh, Eclipse Darkness featuring Tomorrow. All on you. Out on all platforms. Uh, it came out. Um, the April 2nd He got his world premiere On High 93 Before the song was out mm. On all platforms Okay You know we had to rush it Cause he dude heard it I need to put it out On the on the radio this weekend We had three days So shout out um, To everybody You know Helped to get that record um, Pressed and ready to go And yeah We in this thing That's what's up now, how's your your stage performance, man? Because I know mm. for entertainers, artists, that's where they make their bread at. Yeah, man, for sure. How how is how is your stage performance? I'm getting better. Um, you know, the first uh, open mic that I did for my first ever open mic was at 97.9 Break the Beat uh, at Space Boy. Shout out Space Boy. Um, went over there, um, got a lot of good feedback on that performance. Um, just trying to get much film, you know. I was an athlete so I was always watched film on myself so I just wanted to see what I needed to do better but I seem to be doing okay you know what I'm saying I, I did the Dallas Texas Unplugged last night um I asked you know I felt good about the performance a lot of people told me I rocked it um yeah and then yeah. I, I, Do you have dances and all that shit? Nah, man. I ain't, <laughs> I mean, I probably you know probably hit some Michael Jackson type. You know where he where he'll be walking and do a quick at quick yeah. move and get, get right back into that cool walk. I do something like that, you know. But I ain't gonna sit there and just break it down for him. And shit. Yeah. I can try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can try. Was, man. Okay. And you said your album, the full album. Is coming out uh July July seventh, twenty twenty two. TBH. Yeah, man. Um right now I got twelve songs on it. I don't know if we should cut it down to seven, but um right now it's a good strong twelve. We submit um June seventh. Um so I got a few, you know, days to listen to it on the playlist and just fill it out. But um man, I think Why I Why you thinking about things. cutting it down? Why you thinking about cutting the songs down? I mean I guess outside chatter does kind of throw some loop. I mean, I always originally planned to have twelve songs on it, but um, just an EP and just to you know, sometimes that that short listen, you know what I'm saying, can can get people wanting more than than a twelve song listen because it's just like a lot more to like nitpick and a lot more to like. Mm-mm, I feel like if I get a good strong seven that I know. Are definites, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I feel like I'll be lit, led to, you know what I'm saying, make a decision. But I just made another song like three days ago that I really want to make, that put on the album. So, um, man, I think this is yeah. the time that you just just flood the market. Flood it. Just, just flood it, man. Like we doing twelve then. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just yeah, flood it, like what? Yeah. What I? Cause this is what I always ask, or this is what I be wondering mm. with artists. If they hold on to the music, then what? What do they do with the the songs? I mean, that's exa- you 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 hit it on the nose with that. <laughs> I mean, like this this year, I put out like what four or five five singles. I put out the All on You, Quit Asking, Was Wrong, Artificial. Uh, there's another song I got with uh, another artist named Chuji Wu, Call You For World, um, and then um, Too Cold. So I got seven singles. You know what I'm saying? Out and it's just like okay. That was just in this year, you know, but I, it's like I've been made a lot more music, you know what I'm saying? And I want to, like, 
but it's like okay without a big budget you know what i'm saying right now it's just kind of figuring out how to strike at the right time like i ain't got the the I ain't got the uh, chips to roll 18 times, you know what I'm saying? I got to roll twice and just make sure, you know what I'm saying? Just be as precise as I can be, you know. So, yeah, yeah that's what it's been. <laughs> okay. And I I, I think I, you told me this, though. I'm not sure. You go to MediaTek? Are you yeah. rolling there? I'm a student at MediaTek. Shout out MediaTek. So Farmer for the Brand. people who don't know, tell tell them what what is MediaTek because I never heard of. I've been in Dallas for six years now. Mm. I've never heard of MediaTek. Have you ever heard of the Dallas Sound Lab? Not before I went there. Okay, well it used to be formerly known as the Dallas Sound Lab. It's now known as the MediaTek. Uh, okay. You know they had a lot of uh, people perform there. All the plaques that are in the in the school or in the institution um, are from actual artists that. You know what I'm saying? Recorded there. So they have Destiny's Child's plaques. Mm. Erica Badu plaques. You know, they got some, they got a lot of other artists. You know, y'all should go up to MediaTek and check it out. But they do, it's like an institution, like a university in a, in a, in a sense for audio, video, mm. acting, um, voiceover. So, excuse me. So, yeah, um, it's, it's a cool time to, like, learn. So that's where I uh, pretty much started owning in on my skills, you know, as a mixing engineer. I already kind of knew what I, all that, what to do. But when I actually started getting my hands on the actual analog board mm. and starting being able to patch hardware, actual, like, hardware to uh, my microphone and actually get that sound, like, that crispy sound, that warm sound that we that you heard, you know what I'm saying, in the 90s, 80s, um, Cause I, I ain't gonna lie, I do I do a lot of watching documentaries and you know what I'm saying. I like I like looking at that type of stuff. So um, I figured out how to like get it to where I'm. You know what I'm saying? Get it close enough, and I'm getting better. Like I haven't even reached to where I can get that clarity, where I'm your ears just open up. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm there that you can still to anybody else's sounds great. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I'm still seeing that there's another level of clarity that I can get, you know, uh, so. And they teach you all this at MediaTek? Yeah, but I think a good student knows how to, like, ask questions that challenge uh, the, the, the thinking or the, you know what I'm saying? That's how you move things forward, you know, like, I'm not saying I know everything, but I'm going to ask a million questions that's going to spark something that you haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm. And there's a way I've done things in the mixing, learning it myself that um, I wouldn't do it the way my teacher taught me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, nah, I've been working with this. You know what I'm saying? So it's a respect thing, you know, still, because uh, there's still things I can learn. But I'm not going to negate all the, the discoveries that I, you know what I'm saying, personally got. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So just try to figure out where that balance is yeah. so I can still be coachable. And you said they have video like classes there too to teach people how to do video yeah um they got a video program they can teach you you know graphic they got a graphics program they got really man they got a program you can build apps mm. um you know live stage they do live sound recording arts acting so it's like a it's like a real it's like a really a hidden gem i mean, i think um it's a lot of magic there just because of all the people they had that recorded there yeah erica badu being you know one of the legends I just feel like people need to uh, take advantage of of that, you know. And um, I'm 
I'm a prime example of taking advantage of being able to go there, meeting people like you, getting in, tapped in with, um, you know, people like um, Dirt, you know what I'm saying? And then um, just expanding my uh, horizons you know, mm-hmm. on the music scene. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Because I never knew about media tech until probably six, seven months ago. When mm. I went, I went there, it was for... It was some um, online on how to get your music on for streams or something like that, and it was uh, a, yeah yeah and it was like a music exec that was gonna be there, and I just went to just go you know listen and just see who's there or what artist is there you know right. what I mean just you know kind of shaking hands kissing babies you know what <laughs> I mean that kind of thing yes sir and that's when I found out I was like what the hell is this. Yeah. And they had a big ass green screen in the background, yeah. big ass stages. I was like, "Why? What? Why is this not like? I I guess in my little circle, why is this not talked about more?" Man, I was just like, "This is dope." And it's crazy because go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say you could do anything and anything and everything you want to do in entertainment. You could get it accomplished there. You know what I'm saying? Right there. You, if you ain't got no song, no video, you can walk in there, <laughs> get you a song, get you a get song you a, and get you a video. You walk, know what I'm and saying? be happy and walk right out and yeah. be like, wow. And I learned something. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what it is because you got a lot of people there that want to strive. I like meeting the people that understand that um, there's a grind to be done. You know, first, you know, you got to pay your dues um, and you got to have faith. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody that you work with ain't going to have everything that you need. You know what I'm saying? Or or be able to compensate for everything. You know what I'm saying? So when you have people that understand that but still willing to work, then you like, okay, wow. It just gives you more faith in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because you got people that showing the faith, too. So it's like, okay, now nah, I got to get it for bro. You know what I'm saying? It's not just for me. So it's like, yeah, it just gives you that fuel to be like, nah, this is this is for the for the for all of us, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. Do you have any um videos for your 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 singles that you put out? Yes, I have. Um, there's a video for Too Cold on uh, YouTube right now. Okay. Um, there's another video for Tony Hawk, but that song was taken down. I gotta get it redistributed to the stores, but that's the video on there. Um, there's another in studio visual by, for the song Was Wrong. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm still uh, planning the other visuals. You know what I'm saying? I just put out Artificial May 17th, okay. and I just put out What's Wrong May 24th, which was four days ago. So I still got time to, like, you know, get that locked in. Hopefully some other plays have been made to make that a lot easier for me to get the videos done. Yeah. But if not, then, you know, they're going to come out probably bef- definitely in the middle of the summer before the end of the summer. Okay, yeah. that's what's up, man. You, you direct you direct your own video, or do you hire somebody like Keon uh, to to direct your video? Me and Keon talking about a video here soon, but now for the most of the videos that I've done, I hired a a guy before, but I always come up with my ideas, man, because they they know where to where to go in and like make it look great you know what i'm saying where they cut out certain things and put it on a certain beat you know what i'm saying and that's down you know what i'm saying let me just get the scenery and Mm -hmm. um give you the idea and then you take it from there Mm -hmm. you know so i'm always coming forth with like a lot of great ideas but then some people man what if you boom i'm like 
nigga, yeah, I ain't thought about that. You know what I'm saying? And then I remember that's how we kind of did it with the um, with the uh, Tony Hawk visual. Um, we were supposed to be at the skate park and have models and all. Dude didn't know the skate park. Yeah, closed at five. We got there at four. Oh, I'm damn. like, come on, man. I paid you three hundred. <laughs> that ain't a lot for some people, but uh, I was like, all right, cool. But there were some kids riding their bicycles and skateboarding and flipping. I was like, man, y'all get in the video, do some stuff behind me. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be in the in at the bottom of the skate, you know, part yeah, yeah. thing, and just you know, wrapping up and just and that came out pretty. Dope, you know what I'm okay, yeah. uh, it's on YouTube. You said yes yeah, on YouTube. Tony Hawk. Yeah, I mean it was just uh, I used to play uh, anybody that's a '90s baby. Um, they played this game called Underground. It's a skate skating game. Uh, it's Underground Tony Hawk Underground, um, and I think Tony Hawk is a legend. You know, I'm not even a big skater fan. I just always knew about Tony Hawk though. Mm-hmm. Did you know about Did you, you yeah. know the name So yeah It's yeah. a household name So I mean He had a game That I used to play on uh, And I'm underground Right now mm-hmm. So I said I'm, I'm on the, I said uh, I was talking about I'm, I'm grinding So you know It's like the references Of the skate You know Versus like What I'm actually doing And so yeah I mean Yeah Tony Hawk Okay yeah. Alright man Leave your your, little, uh, your social media, man, so people want to hit you up or yes, want to follow your movement, man. Hey, man, y'all can follow me on Instagram at callmetomorrow. That's C-A-L-L-M-E-2-M-R-R-W. That's tomorrow with a two and no vowels. And um, you can hit me up on uh, Twitter at the real tomorrow. The Real is T-H-A-R-E-A-L-2-M-R-R-W. Um, you can follow me. Check my music out at uh, Apple Music, Pandora Music, everywhere. Um, 2MRRW And that's uh, the plug Oh yeah TBH July 7th The EP Debut um, Y'all can go check out What's Wrong and Artificial The two lead singles For the For the EP And uh, yeah man It's been Yeah this is cool man it's I dope, like man. this man Just yes yeah, I definitely want to come back you For know, sure Yeah I mean sure. I don't know If we, if we once, the, once the album drop Once the album drop I want you to come back for real? Yeah. All right, bet. I'm going yeah. to lock that in right now. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yo, man, thank y'all for tapping in, man. This has been the Tap In Podcast. Yes, sir. We out of here. Already. Peace. Take it easy.